Enterprise Management 360. Welcome to the Enterprise Management 360 podcast. I'm Rima Farhan and I'm the junior editor here at EM360. Today, I'm really excited to be speaking with David Liu, the founder and CEO at DeltaPath, a leading unified communications technology company whose innovative technology drives business collaboration. David founded DeltaPath in 2001, leading the development of their first-generation SIP-based telephone system. Since then, David has been overseeing the company's vision, strategy, and growth, while also spearheading their technical strategy. DeltaPath products have been adopted in 94 countries, and their client portfolio includes companies such as Volkswagen and Nokia. Welcome, David, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Rima. Good morning, and uh, thank you for having me today. Amazing. So today, David and I will be discussing work trends for millennials, boomers, and Gen Xers, combining the needs of the workforce. So David, let's get straight into it. Millennials are now estimated to make up 35% of a typical workforce. This then leads companies to consider how best to attract, hire, and retain members of that generation. So what kind of working environment and perks should a company offer to gain the attention of potential millennial recruits? Very good question, Rima. Millennials actually are a very interesting species. I would say millennials are very tech savvy and they're definitely the generation that would like freedom and flexibility. And I know, you know, we, we've all been discussing and talking about how working from home or having the flexibility to work from anywhere plays an important role in hiring millennials. But I want to highlight one thing. It's millennial doesn't just want to work from home. In fact, they actually want to work from anywhere. Think of it as crazy as being on a beach in Phuket or zipping a cappuccino in New York City downtown. So what millennials really need is a communication tool that actually enable them to work from anywhere. And it's not just about having the capabilities to do video conferencing or audio conferencing. But really, if you think about it, as you are walking along the sandy beach of Phuket and taking a call from your customer, how do you ensure that you still sound professional, meaning people don't hear uh, wind noises or you know beach waves hitting the ocean? You really need to have a communication tool that automatically isolates all of the background noise and so that the other side of the line can't really tell that you're actually outside of the office. So I think that's one of the more important tools that any companies would need to have in order to really attract and retain millennials. Of course. No, that sounds amazing. But it's not just millennials, obviously, that make up Mm -hmm. the workforce. It could be built of up to five generations, including baby boomers, Gen X and Gen Z. So what are the main characteristics associated with each of these other groups that best describe their communication preferences? Well, different work generations really have different preferences in communications. We talked about millennials. Why don't we talk about the baby boomers? Baby boomers are flexible enough to manage texting and, you know, maybe video conferencing, but they really still prefer, you know, one-on-one discussion and preferably in person. And they would actually love to use a telephone. Whereas Generation X, like me, we're actually flexible because we are adapted 
to dealing with the baby boomers. So, you know, we're okay with face-to-face approach with the phones. And we also feeling great, you know, with texting and the latest tech-savvy stuff. In regard to Generation Z, there's is a very, very small percentage of the workforce. And Generation Z is likely to resemble a bit like the millennials. So in terms of looking for the most efficient communication option, texting and messaging is definitely uh, the preferred way. So what that means to us as a communication platform provider, we really need to actually have a platform that satisfies you know all across these generations in the workforce. Of course, no, that's really important, which actually brings me on to my next question. Mm. Obviously, there are so many people to cater for. So what are your top tips for combining the needs of such a varied workforce? So for a start, we talked about baby boomers being more comfortable with phones, telephones and face-to-face interactions. Definitely in creating communication tool, we want to be able to offer you know, video communication for the baby boomers to easily have a face-to-face conversation with someone in the organization. And we want to offer texting, instant messaging to the millennials and Generation Z. And of course, with the everyday phone calls, we also have to allow the ability to do background noise cancellation so that with the everyday phone calls with your team and your customer and with anyone in the workforce, everyone can actually sound professional and don't really have to try to fiddle with the technology. As you know, baby boomers, while they are adaptive to new technologies, you know, they are somewhat not too comfortable having to change settings or fine-tune settings. They're not that tech-savvy, so they want everything automated. So if we say, hey, background noise cancellation, that's got to be fully automated. You can't expect your users to have to turn on something or change some settings as, you know, where they go. Everything has to be automatic. Of course, no, that makes a lot of sense. I know we've touched upon millennials already a little bit, but I do want to quickly revisit because Mm -hmm. we know that they take to new technologies well and they're Mm -hmm. also able to adapt better to new ways of working. So how might a company take advantage of the millennial capability to utilise new technologies? So millennials, like I said, they are very tech-savvy. And what it also means is because they themselves feel that they're very talented, And what it means is they don't want to waste time on doing anything that they feel it's called dumb. What's dumb at the workplace would be, hey, if I open up my CRM system and copy and paste certain data and put it into the ERP system, they would think uh, such workflow is considered dumb. To us, when we design a communication tool, we have to actually integrate that tool with the rest of the business applications. One of the examples that we did recently was actually a beer company called Kalsberg. I'm not sure if you drink that beer, (laughs) uh, but um, we actually work with their inside sales department, and apparently they have to make over 6,000 phone calls a day to all the bars and restaurants and making sure that, you know, they have enough inventory and whether they need to replenish their stock. In in the old days, they would actually have pick up the handset, read off the phone number from the screen, and then physically punch in the keys. And of course, as you do that, sometimes you might accidentally dial the wrong number. They have to start again. A lot of these are considered inconvenient and it's it's a waste of time to millennials. 
So by integrating our Delta Path UC platform with their in-house ERP system, now their inside sales just needs to click on the customer name. Instantly, their phone automatically calls out to the right number, ensuring accuracy and speed. So even the baby boomers would appreciate this convenience, not just only the millennials. So we actually estimated how much time they saved from this piece of integration. It's actually a, approximately 20 seconds per phone call and multiply by 6,000 calls a day, that actually translates to 33 man hours a day. That is a, a huge saving in terms of time. Of course. No, that's really, really astonishing. But on that note, does saving mm-hmm. time actually mean saving money? Very well asked. I mean, a lot of technology companies will say, well, saving time equals saving money. But if you really think about it, saving time doesn't really allow you to displace your employees and you know hire a few people and therefore to save money. If you really think about it, these are soft costs. Saving time actually enables your inside sales to spend more time making more calls to the customers, spend more time with the customers, and to close more sales. And so saving time actually translates to boosting revenue. Okay, fantastic. That's all been really insightful. There's definitely a lot to take away from that. Just to finish off, really, with the last question, the question we ask everybody, what Mm -hmm. keeps you up at night in relation to all of this? And what are you personally looking forward to in the future? That is a very, very good question. In the unified communication space, what keeps us awake at night is not about designing the next 1,000th feature on the list, but really is to think about you know how we can better use communication technology and actually streamline people's workflow, help solving business challenges. You know, for us, we've been working very closely with the healthcare industry. How do we actually utilize you know unified communications to save lives? For example, we integrated with nurse call system, with medical panic alert value system, as well as integrating all these medical sensors into our unified communication platform. What that actually translates to is better detection of a patient being in danger, notifying the nurse or even notifying the doctor on duty at a much quicker pace than the traditional, you know, pager, uh, respond to the page, uh, run to the ward and save the patient, that kind of thing. So really what keeps us at night is, you know, how do we integrate all possible systems that there are such that the communication piece helps to relay the right data to the right person at the right time. Okay, David, thank you Mm -hmm. so much for your insights today because it's been really great hearing your thoughts on the matter. Also, thank you to everyone listening and make sure you go subscribe to this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Play or wherever you get to your podcast needs. We'll be back next week with another Ask the Expert podcast. Thank you once again to David and we'll see you all again soon. For more podcasts like this, head to em360tech.com. À la barre est un podcast de Marc Le Plongeon, journaliste police-justice au point. On considère aujourd'hui qu'ils ont fait l'histoire. Ils, un ensemble d'hommes et de femmes dont le procès retentissant a déclenché un débat de société. Madame, 
Monsieur, merci de vous avancer à la barre. Vous pouvez écouter à la barre et tous les podcasts proposés par Le Point sur Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify ou sur votre application de podcast préférée.